We take a single episode of a science fiction TV series and overanalyze it to within an inch of its life. This is the Fusion Patrol Podcast. Welcome to the discussion. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fusion Patrol. I'm Eugene. And I'm in pain. I mean, I'm Ben. And tonight, Payne and I are going to be looking at the Space 1999 episode, Catacombs of the Moon. Now, I know what some of you are saying. Some of you continuity wonks are probably saying, whoa, 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 wait a minute, man, A.B. Chrysalis, man, it should be A.B. Chrysalis. And you're right, it should be A.B. Chrysalis. I screwed up, entirely my fault. So we're going to do Catacombs of the Moon first. But I just want to say, for any of you who are, you know, watching along with the show, for the very first time, uh, you know, in the event, we'll try to avoid it, but in the event that something that happens in Catacombs of the Moon refers back to a previous episode, such as A.B. Chrysalis, and might be deemed as a spoiler, uh, we will try to uh, cushion that blow as much as possible for you. So, uh, that's my uh, that's my warning. We're going to try to keep the continuity problems down to a low. And off we go. 1,196 days since leaving Earth's orbit. Patrick Osgood is a man driven. First, driven by the need to find a rare mineral to save his dying wife, and second, after he blows up a tunnel on his head, he's driven by visions of Alpha being destroyed by fire. Coincidentally, or perhaps not, Alpha is having a heat wave, a tropical heat wave, and Osgood knows he's the only one that's going to be saved by his faith. In something, visions, maybe himself. I don't. It was never too clear, really. Anyway, while Koenig takes an eagle into deep space to search for the source of the heat, and while Maya sits in the life support section babysitting the air conditioning unit, Tony must deal with an increasingly unstable Osgood, whilst Helena struggles to build an artificial heart for Osgood's wife. But that's just science, and that won't save her. Only Osgood's faith can save her, and she needs to have faith in Osgood's faith. You see, his visions have told him what to do. They must go to the catacombs underneath Alpha, the coldest habitable part of the base, and ride it out. What a crazy plan, huh? It must be because he has to strap a bomb to himself to make sure he gets to take his dying wife down there to save her from the heat and maybe fix her broken heart. That wasn't entirely too clear either. Luckily, the heat wave passes. Alpha, bye. And everything returns to normal. Plus, Helena gets the artificial heart working and saves Osgood's wife's life. Chuck one up for science after all. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna admit something before we go into our usual pattern here. Mm-hmm. And that is, Gomes of the Moon is one of those episodes from my, the few that I saw in my youth that, um, kind of sort of had a favorable memory of before, well, before watching it, obviously. Um, but uh, I just wanted to say that. Coming into this, I was kind of thinking, eh, kind of comes to the moon. Well, at least we're on an upward trend. Uh, anyway, so then. Ben, I was saying that then. Saying that then. I'm not necessarily saying it now. I don't want to tip my hand. I'm going to let you tip your hand first. Ben? Oh, I'm more than happy to, and I'm going to break a cardinal rule when it comes to podcasting. I'm about to say I'm about to say something really awful here. Uh, I, it, it, it agonizes me that we have to talk about this this piece of shit episode. Well, all right. Make a note in my thing. Get the tone generator out. That's right, because I just said a naughty word. This thing is a real POS. It was not a good episode. Oh, uh. no. This one, 
I would say this is one of the worst episodes of 1999 that I've seen. That that I that, that I mean to the point. I mean, I've seen we've seen some really bad, some ones. really bad ones. But this one really approached Naked Montague bad. Let me ask you a question, and I'm just because I'm I'm trying to think about why this this one irritated me, and I know why it irritated me because I thought about it for a while. But um, you know what I recall about it from my favorable childhood sort of meaning as it was that there was a lot of cool stuff down in the catacombs and. The catacombs is just a cool idea. Um, and, and then in watching it, they didn't really spend a lot of time in the catacombs. And, and they weren't really that cool. And they didn't really do anything in them. And mm-hmm. so, you know, why this is called the catacombs of the moon, I can't Instead even of just calling out. the caves. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> Yeah, well, I mean, technically speaking, catacombs would be more of a, you know, cemetery kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I just, but but they don't really play a very important part in this either. I mean, yes, they're looking for a rare element. That's where the cave-in occurs. But that could have happened, could have happened anywhere. He could have been out in a spacesuit mining and, you know, a mountain came down on him. He got a concussion inside of his spacesuit or something. It it didn't have to be in the catacombs of the moon. And then, you know, for all of his, I'm the only one who knows how to save you. I'm the only one that can save her. It's only my faith, my vision. And my faith and my vision. They don't actually, until the very towards the end, go. We got to go down into the catacombs and be safe. Mm-hmm. So they're not even they're not even really presaged as being important in the story as they go along, it, except by the fact that that's the name of the episode. I can't figure it out. But um, so what what drags this down to the naked Montague level? What is it about this particular episode that uh, that stands enough, out in all? What what really slays me? It's it it was the whole faith thing. Yep, okay, we're on a same page i mean that just drove me utterly out of my freaking mind and how is and now granted they do address this slightly concussion well no what i was gonna say is that uh clearly he's nuts yes and yet he's not relieved of duty they don't have enough people in alpha i know i find that ridiculous I mean, especially when survival is, I mean, yeah, I understand the whole concept of we were short-staffed, but when survival is literally hanging by the balance, uh, you want to make sure you've got your best people who are doing the best possible job they can, and this guy isn't it. Uh, absolutely. he's He should be relieved of duty, and, and they should do something clever like, eh, turn his comm lock off. You know, because that's how they work the locks on the moon. Oh, but I'm sure his faith, you know something? his faith would somehow suffice and manage to get through those doors. I mean, the way they wrote that. Wait was... a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. I could be completely wrong here, but it just occurred to me they don't really point their comm locks at doors anymore, do they, in season two? No, they don't. I haven't they seen them do it. They that. just, no, the doors just open. They just Star Trek on them. That's right. Huh. Had not, you know, I they t- made a big deal out yeah. of it in the first season where they would always go, Beep, and they go through the door. They're not until, doing that Until you just said something, uh, until you just mentioned it and I have to think back and I went, no, you know, you're right. I have not seen them actually point them at the doors now. See, that would have been a solution because his comlock wouldn't have gotten him into the weapons store or out of his quarters or out of sick bay or out of wherever they locked him up kind of thing. Now, I, I'll, I'll make the case, and it's not a good case, but I'll make it anyway, that I think the reason that he is not relieved of duty is because Tony would say, well, he wouldn't let me relieve him of duty anyway because his wife's life hangs in the balance and he's the best guy to find the terranium or terrarium or terrestrialium or whatever it was. And so we're not going to stop him any of him away. <laughs> yeah, um, plutonium. Yeah, so I mean, apart from, a- apart from, you know, that single-minded obsession 
obsession thing that's going on there. You're, but you're right. He he absolutely was unfit for duty. And at every level, this should have been stopped. And, and further off, they should have asked him what he wanted to do. He was like, your faith is only you guys are going to be saved. How are you guys going to be saved? And and he never says. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm the only one who knows. I'm the only one who knows. You don't think somebody could have thought, well, if Alpha's getting hot, maybe we should all cram down into the coldest part of Alpha, uh, <laughs> you know, to see how long we'll last. Mm-hmm. Not saying you would, but I don't think him being down there made any difference to whether or not the space heat wave would would cause that problem. I was going to have some uh, problem with space heat wave, but eh, the sun manages it, so I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> And that faith, um, so uh, which god provided him with that? I don't think it was a god. I think it was, I think that was part of the problem. Well, no, the, the, the faith thing was the problem. It, that was that bugged the heck out of me, too, because, you well, know, I'm being sarcastic. another episode. I know. I mean, well. that, that's, it's pure sarcasm on my part. I mean, and, I'm, and the only reason I say this, we've had, I mean, three times now, I mean, if you want to count uh, New Adam, New Eve, that alien, uh, I mean, we've come across some deity of sorts. Some super consciousness. Yeah. I mean, first there was uh, what we believe to be God in Black Sun, and then there was the the um, what the, the universal consciousness or whatever that that the cosmic consciousness that that Koenig was trying to link with. And now we've got uh, you know now now we have a. Our, our, our idiots, uh, I shouldn't say that, I'm, I'm being a little bit mean here, but we're getting uh, the whole thing about his faith and his visions. So uh, I kind of wonder, what was the source of his faith, shall we say? But I, I'm going <clears> to <throat> stand back. New Adam, New Eve, obviously. <laughs> you know, the first season, Space 1999, say, with it, say what you will, it seemed to have a thematic, uh, you know, well, it seemed to have a theme, and it seemed to have something mysterious mysterious and yet at the same time they were trying to say something about those space intelligences or about our place in the universe and they were trying to throw up a mystery they were doing it in a reasonably intelligent way if not implausible but but here this just seems to be it's haphazard from one episode to the next Mm -hmm. it's haphazard in the context of this i I wasn't joking in my recap and never could figure out what it was they were supposed to have faith in Mm -hmm. right you're not you know science is a blasphemy he says that at one point in this. It's a blasphemy if science is speaking out against his faith. But if his faith is we ought to go down to the cold part of Alpha for a heat wave, that's more of an intuition. You know, I, I yeah, clearly he's he's nuts. Except, of course, at the end, they try to give us an out and say, well, you know, with his concussion in that space thingy out there, it could have been some sort of telepathic communication. Well, actually, it, it was... Case, then it's not faith. Yeah, but it, it was a little more than that. Uh, there was something that that um, uh, frozen face. I'm sorry, Helena said, uh, where she she kind of uh, almost paraphrases what the whole thing or whole theme of well not theme but uh, the whole concept of what the original uh, the first season of Space 1999 was supposed to be all about, and that is space is weird. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things they don't know about space and the universe. And she almost says that word for word in in some fashion. So that was the, that was the big out. I mean, yeah, they did kind of address the whole um, concussion, but she did kind of say, you know, and, and there's a lot about the universe that we just don't know. And I thought, oh, great. Now you're going to go back to that old trope. So it, it felt like the biggest cheat. Well, you know... 
it would have been... Mm. Yes, I agree that, that that was incorrect. I also did not like the sequence where he was talking to his wife who was sedated and he was saying, you've got to listen to me, you've got to, you know, have faith in me, we've got to get out of here, we've got to do the thing. And, you, and Helena's like, she can't hear you. She's like totally sedated. And then I mean, she I'm stirs like, and wakes up. Oh my up. God, I mean, really now? And she stirs and wakes up and you're like, well, is that some power? Or, you know, did did his, his faith it's never... reach through to her sedatives and wake her up? Or is it just that Helen's, Helen is a lousy doctor? Which well, I'll go with I that to one. Point out, <clears throat> I will point out, deviating from my train of thought, this is the first episode, to my knowledge, that Helena has carried out a successful medical procedure. She, she, did she had help. help. Well, that's true. She did have help. Anyway, back to, back to the theme. is like, so everything that happened in this episode, with the exception of that sequence, which may have been demonstrating some power, um, and then Helena writing it off at the end as being, well, maybe he was in psychic contact with the thing he was in. Uh, everything else was just the product of a deranged man, mm-hmm. right? It was just a deranged man. And and again, getting to that whole thing about his, his solution was to go where it's cold. Duh! <laughs> like that's no insight that's like the guy's freaking works down there he knows it's cold down there he just you know it wouldn't have helped if alpha had burned away because that's what was keeping the atmosphere in correct so it's still stupid it's still just a deranged man i just i don't like the fact that they actually tried to make it look like maybe there was something more there and then if it's just a story about a guy going nuts then why am i watching this mm-hmm. <laughs> so either way you can't win on the episode but yeah, no, it, it, it just, it, and we never, it, never had, you know, mm-hmm. again, I think the faith is, is in my visions, right? So this is not have faith in God, he'll save you. This is have faith in me. I'm the, I'm the source of truth and knowledge. This is, this is somebody who is, who is setting himself up as a messianistic Well, yeah, okay, character. so he's setting himself up as a prophet. Well, yeah, yeah. But it's still religious faith. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm not saying it isn't a a form of religion but in other words it's a it's a form of you know there's 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 faith and then there's i'm a prophet yeah right? i mean that's 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 where you go into crazy town which is where this one went clearly yeah. i mean it's one thing to say have faith as in trust me that okay i can take that to to an, a certain extent but he was really into the whole crazy you know and and it, it's it yeah it, it was i had visions was, yeah I, this this is religious faith kind of uh uh, prattling on that that we were getting from him, which turned my stomach in the worst way. Yeah, it, it was. And then the story itself was just... Oh, it was bad. Nothing there. I mean, it was just, it was kind of a... And they were just killing time waiting for the thing to pass. It's it's kind of like the story of, you know, people in a hurricane and they're all stuck in a room and one of them's nuts and, well, it'll pass, but maybe the building will be blown down and we'll all die. <laughs> but, but you know, there was no real meaningful beginning, middle, or end. So I... I yeah, I, I really disliked the episode. I would not say it's my worst and that's but it it was it was bad and and part of the reason it's so bad is because I kind of halfway thought there was something cool about it but but there isn't um no then I could think of it at any I also thought it was kind of interesting that how long would you say this episode took and I don't mean to watch I mean I, obviously that's about six hours but <laughs> what but was I mean, the time span yeah what was the time span of this episode 
Man, I really don't. I, you, you know, I really haven't thought of it in those terms. Um, she, we know that she had, she was on borrowed time. They mm-hmm. had to give her that, uh, that mechanical and Helena heart. Helena made what three mechanical hearts during the course of this episode? Yeah. Okay, that's you know, that's a lot of work. I, I suspect it takes more than half an hour to make a mechanical heart. I, I'm just saying, right? So whatever length of time, whether it's a day or hours or whatever it happens to be, but she made three mechanical hearts mm-hmm. in the time of this episode. But at the beginning of the episode, the temperature of Alpha has gone up 20 degrees in the last 30 minutes. Mm. And it was now sitting at 40. And we're talking Celsius here. So um, that's that's a lot. It's nearly 40 degrees in half an hour. And if they'd gone up to uh, 40 and 45. But then for the rest of the episode, they only creeped up about 5 degrees Celsius the entire time. Because I think they were tacking at 45 when the temperature started to turn around and go down. Mm, yeah. So he's like, wow. Oh, yeah, Alpha's going to burn up, but but wait. It's it's not as burning up as much as it was because we need this three, four, five day, week episode. I don't know how long. I have no clue how long I this know. Took. I've got, you know, and, and I'm, I'm really trying to wreck my brain here. And, and I, I have no sense of the actual, I mean, obviously time has passed, but there's no measurement. No proper measurement by which I can say, okay, we, you know, from the moment that um, Koenig went off to examine the source of the heat to the very end of the episode, so many hours have passed or, or a day has passed. I mean, I've, I've got nothing. That had to be hours at the least, if not days. Oh, well, I, 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 I kind of have to think with everything that went on. And as you said, you know, with the amount of time that it takes to uh, manufacture one of these, these, uh, these uh, mechanical hearts, I, I would go so far. And also with all the exploration that took place down in in the quote-unquote catacombs, I, I'm going to say uh, maybe a day to a day and a half. But, you know, again, that's... I'm just guessing here. I, I really have no idea whatsoever. There's no good sense of time. None. Passing in this episode. Except it there's a, a lot... It seemed like they were burning up, but... Yeah, and, and a lot of stuff does kind of happen, but it's still, again, there is no proper measurement to go by. Right. So that that bugs me about the episode, too, just from my continuity standpoint. But um, anyway, yeah, they reach 40 five degrees uh celsius which you know they're all dying there which is uh 113 fahrenheit so uh, it's basically like a mild june day yeah i'm thinking oh it's phoenix where we live <laughs> it's, it's a phoenix june day yeah Pff, oh well, the temperature's down hey <laughs> oh 113 Pff, piece of cake yeah wimps yeah yeah that big wimps <laughs> all running around in their bikinis and stuff <laughs> And I like how that one, oh, there's that, oh, now that you mentioned, yeah, there's, you know, the couple of uh, uh, alpha personnel that, gee, I wish you were like this all the time or something like that. Yeah. Just, they were digging it. They were. It was, that was quite funny. So we might as well uh, pick on stuff. I'll start with this one, though. Um, obviously, Koenig is filming another episode somewhere. So he's <laughs> off on the reconnaissance eagle. <laughs> and and obviously, Maya is off filming another episode. That's why she's, for the most part, stuck don't, we just, in the air. Yeah, we don't we don't see yeah. her. Yeah, she's not working on the sciency stuff, which would probably maybe she could have a technician who knows the air conditioning system babysit the air conditioning system, and and she could work on the sciency stuff. <laughs> I don't know, or 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 maybe she could be on the eagle going out to look at the thing to try to do the sciency stuff. But instead, they relegated her to the air conditioning unit, and at the same time, apparently, Alan Carter is off filming. A another episode. 
and he just doesn't get put in the episode at all. They just they just take Bill Frazier out instead as the as the eagle pilot. Yeah, I and, thought that uh, was interesting. Yeah, um, but I, you know Koenig's parts were okay. I mean, for Koenig parts, they they were okay because he's in the eagle. He'd he'd call back. He'd, he'd do something stupid out in space or whatever it happens to be. You know, they kind of fit. But Maya's were terrible. But you know, first off, she's down in the air conditioning. Then at one point, I forget. I think it was when they were having a problem. Yeah, it was when they were having a problem in the explosives area. Suddenly, we just see a shot of her casually strolling down the hallway in her nighty or her summer wear and you know she turns around transforms into a dog rips the guy apart and then that's the last we see of her till the end of the episode where she just shows up in a generic block of the catacombs transforms into a monster and then later untransforms at the exact same generic spot in the uh, catacombs and go I'm trapped on this side I'll go around the other way or whatever it was she said and I, I didn't feel that that integrated well into the episode and I just feel like they should have I don't know resolve the problem without resorting to the metamorph if they weren't going to have the metamorph in the episode mm. you know it just it was just very poorly poorly integrated and and I almost wonder if they wrote the episode with her in it that's why it had the two monster scenes dog and monster scene and then they go oh no she can't be in this one because she's off filming AB Chrysalis and so they had to kind of write the meanwhile Maya happens to be walking by the explosive store oh just in time thank you oh so we're out in space let's do Koenig first <clears throat> we're out in space they're they're traveling closer and closer to the source of the heat wave but I'll give you this Koenig and Frazier they are hardier stuff than the people in Alpha because they're getting closer and closer to the source of the heat and they've still got their jackets on hmm. do you notice that no indication that the heat's bugging them at all right even though they're flying straight towards it and as it gets closer to Alpha Alpha keeps getting hotter so you would think that the eagle getting closer would also be getting closer but they didn't so that's my technical point on that also like the fact that they come up to the cloud and bill says hey what a cloud and koenig's response was no need to state the obvious, obvious yeah wow isn't that what his job is i mean come on that is what secondary characters are for look commander it's a planet <laughs> I can see that. Or, you know, it's like, hey, what a cloud. Well, actually, what is obvious about that? Now, think about that sentence for a second. Hey, that's a cloud. That's a statement that you go, no need to be obvious. But what a cloud? That's an admiration. Yeah. You're, that's you're, that's awe. That's like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah right, that's, that's a heck of a cloud. Yeah. Good, good job. Exactly. It's like, look at the size of that thing. Yeah. No need to state the obvious. <laughs> we all know it's big, so keep piloting. That cloud's really pretty, Commander. No we need know to state it's the obvious. Yeah. Yeah, we know it's beautiful. Keep piloting. So they fly through it because Koenig's got to see what's on the other side. <laughs> Couldn't it be that the cloud was the thing? I don't know. I, uh, let's see. What else have we got here? Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much once again annoyed by the. It just keeps everything in here keeps coming back to the faith. I, I don't like the, the disparaging of science. You know, um, I, I, I don't know what Bill, not Bill, but Osgood thought was going to happen about his wife's heart. Did, did you get the impression that he thought that was going to get healed or that she was just going to survive the fire? storm i got the feeling that it was that he thought that by taking her down there that she would be miraculously healed 
Yeah, I, I, I because was because some notice with that. Right? Notice that he he um uh yeah I, ha- I well and the only reason I came to that conclusion is because he continually criticizes Doctor Russell's face. I mean her failure. Yeah. So he's he kind of then her goes science. Off. Yeah, science has failed. Faith will persevere. Faith will faith will make her uh will help her live. That tells me that he has uh absolutely no trust or any confidence that medical science is going to do the job for a guy who lives on a freaking moon base that's a laugh right i mean you you don't make it through the screening process to go work on a high technology (laughs) center like that i mean you know if they were back on earth how did he get on the moon in the first place that's like being a flat earther and getting a job Mm. on the moon like uh, earth's flat obviously but i'll i'll go work on the moon base that orbits the flat earth like you know, it just it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. And, you know, he never really says that. He's always saying that the only way that will save you from Alpha being destroyed by fire. Alpha's going to be destroyed by the fire and we're going to be safe. But, you know, there, there was nothing there was nothing in his actions apart from the fact that it, and I hate to use this phrase, it only makes sense to read into it what you just read into it. That he must think that these amazing visions of his are going to heal her heart. He must think that because it's the only thing that makes sense to his actions. (laughs) Unfortunately, but that just makes the episode even more dumb. But it's the only thing that makes sense. Right, but I don't think there's actually any sense here to be had. We're just like they're just throwing darts at words and then putting them on the script I, I, at times. I, I... Oh, and and a blasphemy. A blasphemy is towards a particular faith, right? I mean, and I don't mean that as so you can't have blasphemy in every faith. But when he calls science a blasphemy, yeah, to what? Is it a blasphemy? His visions? His, his, you know, his, what? what is it blaspheming? It's not like they're... I, mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, 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 uh, mm. <clears throat> okay, we'll walk away from it. Um, <laughs> I, I like the use of bad 1970s um, terminology. Oh? He said, did you computerize its oh. course? Did you hear that one? I think they meant, did you plot it? That would make more sense, Did you plot the yeah. course? Computerized its course. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> Uh, I also, so we have this subplot of the terranium. Yeah, terranium. That they need it to plate something, the valves in the artificial heart. So artificial hearts have been perfected in space 1999's world, but it's apparently not, you know, an off-the-shelf kind of medical device. So Helena's had to build one, but the successful ones have this terranium in it. And so she needs terranium, but unfortunately terranium just happens to be yet another one of those magical elements that's necessary for the life support systems on Alpha. It's great to know that all these things we don't, have need to exist before we can have a moon base mm. um and she, she, you know they keep trying to make them without the terranium and and osgood's trying to find the terranium so that he can have a little bit of the terranium they apparently do have terranium because it's essential for the life support system so she keeps asking john hey john who's off in the spaceship can i have some terranium and he's I like just need no. a few grains no no you know, we need every if, little bit if we weren't all about to die if we didn't have functioning life support systems mm, i might risk it but but no I'm not going to do it. So she keeps asking. The next time she asks him, you can see on his face. Everyone in Alpha can see on his face. Helena, we've already been... And they get cut off. She then tries on Tony. He says, well, Tony, he, he might have been He might have said yes. yes. Oh, please. I know. And, and Tony's like, yeah, why not? <clears throat> 
Surely Tony's not that stupid. Well, apparently in this episode he is. <clears throat> I do like the fact at the end that Koenig was basically told Helena, I told you you couldn't have any of that. And, uh, and he's, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to bother to argue about it. Because all's well that ends well. But, uh, you know, you should kick her out of an airlock. Not that freezing her would make any noticeable difference um, out there. No, <laughs> no, wouldn't. Although I was hoping that maybe with all that intense heat that was going on, that maybe it would make her face thaw and she might have an expression. <gasps> Ooh, I'm sorry. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'm uh, sorry, Barbara. Remember, I it's not, really it's, do love you. I really do. It's not ice. It's Botox, and that's not affected by heat. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Sorry. Yeah. No. It, um, it just appears frozen. There's another thing I thought was kind of interesting about that artificial heart. And I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination, but it only had one in and one out. Yeah, it's really tiny. <laughs> don't you have to have, I don't know, isn't there like more than one in and one out on the heart? Well, there are four chambers four of chambers a heart. and i uh, i'm not sure i admit it i'm not sure and that um, and and to be honest i mean le- i i really think that if they tried to hook up all the major arteries um into that thing that it's going to send her blood pressure through the roof I also thought it was interesting that they were staring at the thing going beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, beep. And they were looking at it like, I wonder if it's going to work this time. It's like, uh, I think it's not working. Because <laughs> if that were her heartbeat, she'd be dead. True. <laughs> Even the working one was kind of... It was just, it was, okay. Um, they did ask at the end. Oh, yes. Yeah, so she had the artificial heart put in. Right. And she's dying anyway. And then they rescue Osgood from underneath the rockfall and they drag his bleeding, ravaged body into sickbay and they, they put him next to her and she recovers miraculously. And the line, you just can't transplant faith. Yeah. <sighs> I love the, I love the, oh, also, what is it? Dr. Ben has the line. He said, with that heart, she should live forever. Uh, yeah, sure. He did say that. He did she say that. Forever. She should live forever. Yeah, let's, let's, but you know. Uh, Nothing else will wear out. Yeah, so the rest of yeah, that heart is actually going to, is going to cause cellular regeneration on every single one of her major organs. It'll mm-hmm. stop her from aging. And she can go from being a Viking to be, no, never mind. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> to 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 a, a really precocious, irritating little girl. Oh, <laughs> what well, you started, started it? I know, I did it. I did it. I I admit it. Um, and then of course they ask the question, you know, will he ever regain his mental stability? And the answer being maybe <laughs> in enough time and faith. <sighs> Let me ask you this Are they question. trying to be cute? What do you do with a nutter? I mean, you're living on Moonbase Alpha, and somebody goes nuts. Well, I'd like to think that the base, due to the nature of its job, you know, even before it got blown out of Earth's orbit, that there has, there has to be a staff psychiatrist. I'm sure it's Dr. Russell. I hope not. I mean, yeah, the, I think it is. Because... I mean, that would drive me insane because the only thing that would happen is, you know, listening and, and looking at her face would cause me to go into a coma. Don't, don't don't you remember when we had the episode, probably Dragon's Domain? Oh, that's right. They, they did the flashbacks. Wasn't she doing the psych? Yes, she was exam? doing the psych profile. That's right. So I think she's supposed to be trained in everything because she's amazing. <laughs> No, just that frozen face. That's the only well, thing that's know, amazing. But nothing else. Go. I mean, I, because she had no emotions. She oh, had was that extra it? Time. So that's more. the trick. I just need to Botox my face, and I become a Vulcan. Yeah, ah. I think that might work. I think that might work. That might actually work. Yeah. So end of episode. Oh, Tony's going to celebrate with his beer. Ew. To which Dr. Russell says, you know, the computer analyzed the last one and said it was unfit for human consumption. Was she telling the truth or was she just giving him a Giving him crap? 
Yeah. Uh, she was, I think she was just giving, it was a dig. I doubt there's any truth. I mean, well, uh, we do know that it's bad. Because he didn't seem to have much problem with the glass that he had, though. I mean, in past, when he's taken a swig of it, you know, he's done the acting bit of like, oh, this is awful, but I'm not going to say anything. Mm, yum, yum. Good <laughs> stuff. He didn't this time. He just drank it. Like, ah, ah, <clears throat> And then, you know, having been insulted, he goes, if I'm, I'm going to go find Maya, if I'm going to be insulted, it might as well be by an expert. Which is a sick burn on Dr. Russell. It is. You're just an amateur insulter. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything redeeming in this episode? No. <laughs> no. Nothing. Uh, catacombs. It's it's cool they have catacombs. <laughs> I would have loved it if they I, had found honestly, moon relics, you know, then then okay, maybe we can call it catacombs, but no, it's just caves. I I I just I just find it so hard to believe that I used to think there was something in this episode <laughs> of merit, but I maybe it's maybe it's being overshadowed by the 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 faith stuff, which is just so irritating. Mm-hmm. It's so irritating. It's it, it's And they I, it's so in your face as well. And and by the way, right, other feature to this, nobody does anything to try to save the day nobody has any plan nobody does anything they just weather it out right, right? they don't they, the, the closest they have to a plan is let's put the explosives down where it's cooler that's the only thing they do other than just batten down the hatches and oh no, and you know they don't have any plan of, of what's of any kind and so the fact that this storm passes and the sudden like so it's his faith did it it's like well again back to the hurricane metaphor if a hurricane passes you by and you aren't killed is that that God? Well, or is it just a hurricane you know, passing you by? I, I, oh boy, I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble uh, if the wrong people hear this. Uh, it's it's just dumb luck. It's just dumb luck. It's just dumb luck. Uh, and I remember when I was, and again, this is where I'm gonna get in a lot of trouble. Um, back in my Mormon missionary days, I was living in Virginia when a hurricane oh, came through and it so was, sorry. it was, it was Hurricane Gloria and she was rated at category three. And mm. the story that we were hearing is that if she were to go landfall, that it was going to completely redefine the entire coastline, that it was that bad. And it, it didn't. It, category three. Interesting. Uh, it got to about maybe 50 miles from hitting landfall and then it, uh, abruptly changed course and went directly north. North from that point so then and now of course keep in mind virginia there's it's you know home of the 700 club and all these it's it's right. like thick of the bible belt yeah and everybody's like it, you know it was all our prayers it was all our faith that had god intercede on our behalf and have the hurricane go up north just like it stops bullets yeah 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 so i i, I heading would, up to where the yankees are those godless heathens yeah <laughs> Yeah. So I, I, and even ba- even then, I kind of thought, mm, no, I, no, not really. No, I, I'm not buying that. Uh, you know, there's, go back to this episode. There's, there's one thing that kind of, now correct me if I'm wrong here, but if I'm not mistaken, when the cloud source of the heat, whatever, when it passes by Alpha, Mm-hmm. It's not a gradual cool down. It's an instant cool down. It seemed to be much faster than the cool up. Yes. The cool up? Sorry, the heat up. <laughs> 
the cooling going up. Uh, it's, it's a cool down. It's a heat down. Heat down. It's a heat down. Cool up. Heat down. Yeah. Uh, yes, it did seem to be like instantaneously, like suddenly it's going down. Now, that would be okay, in my opinion, if the heat had been rising continuously at 20 degrees every 30 minutes throughout the course of the episode. Because if it was moving up that fast, then as soon as you passed the, you know, the peak, then it would go back down that fast. <clears throat> it didn't, it didn't go down instantaneously, but Tony did go over and take a look at a thermometer and the thermometer was moving it downward. felt a lot more rapid of a cool down than the yeah you would not have noticed five minutes after peak any different oh heck than five no. minutes before the peak no i don't i don't think so which you know again is just bad writing and no scale of time because the next scene they've you know done their surgery and you know was that a day later was that a month later was it, i don't know just yeah <clears throat> yeah it did seem to cool down remarkably fast you know they special effects were kind of it's tough for them to keep the heat wave special effects going so they they just turn them off right away mm. also stuff blew up as i recall on yeah. the surface of the moon i'm not sure the moon's surface blew up in places i don't quite understand why high, high uh, applying heat to the lunar regolith causes it to explode unless it's like made of gunpowder or something mm. right right so that was just uh, probably some stock footage would be my guess you think it's a possibility it's a possibility i I have got uh, nothing else that I can think of. Oh, I've 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 had absolutely I've I've exhausted everything that I've got on this episode. Yep, I don't have. Oh well, he did forget to mention his silly visions. Oh please, no, I, I don't. I, I her in the bed, the fire raining around them, and then him running in like place. He, I can't reach you. I can't reach you. I, I didn't even get. I didn't even get that as being a vision of saving. I mean, how's that? Yeah, yeah. There was nothing right. about it that felt like this. You know, something optimistic. Revelation. No, yeah, it didn't I seem mean, like it, it felt it seemed more like desperation. Going, here, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. It felt more like doom and gloom yep yep so if those are any kind of prophetic visions to uh, that he was going on well that just goes to show how nuts he really was (laughs) indeed all right well I guess, um, I guess next time when we watch Space 1999 in the again in the wrong order because we're going to be looking at the A B Chrysalis. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll find out what episode Martin Landau, Catherine Schell, and Nick Tate were filming. Uh-huh. <laughs> just saying, it's a possibility. Maybe I pair them up again. It's just a possibility. Anyway, Ben, thank you for joining me this to this winding maze that was the Catacombs of the Moon. It was agony. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I do want to say one thing. I want to say one thing. Say the name of the episode. Catacombs of the Moon. Right. Catacombs of the Moon. I'm not 100% sure, but I think for years I mispronounced the word catacombs as catacombs. <laughs> because several people in this episode, he's down in the catacombs. Cooms. I mean, and I don't think that's the way British people say it either. I don't think it is. Cooms. It's like somebody who'd never seen the word before was speaking it out loud. I don't know. If anyone correct me, is that Australian? Is it New Zealandish? Is it is it UK? Is it Irish? Or is it, am I, or is it maybe that's the proper french anyway all right listeners thank you for joining us and i hope you'll join us all again next time on fusion patrol cheers fusion patrol is a lone locust production like us please consider becoming our sponsor at patreon.com slash fusion patrol we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a review on itunes stop by and visit us at our website fusionpatrol.com search for us on facebook under fusion patrol Check out our Twitter handle at Fusion Patrol or just send us an email at feedback at fusionpatrol.com. 
please come join the conversation. Our music is Fight the Future by Amber Wolf.